All right, normal intro. Normal intro. I'm going to do it this time. You can do it. Okay, go yeah. ahead. All right. Make sure you get – okay. Welcome to Get Real with Chris and Mark. You put me first I last time. I feel so privileged that you put me first, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I like Isn't it. Isn't that what we said? Yeah. So um, we we decided this episode we're going to talk about secondary education, right? Yes. I mean, it's like such a big topic, though. Like, there's so much to cover. Um, there is a lot to cover. I'll probably you're talking about student loans and student Stu- loan forgiveness. Student and, loans, student loan forgiveness. The fact that you had to take those loans in the first place. Wow. The fact that a lot of people were sold that they had to go to a four-year school in order to get a degree so they could get a job. Some of which that don't have jobs right. currently. Oftentimes, those folks, they get the four-year degree and they get out into the workplace. And oftentimes, they're working for somebody that started that company yeah. right out of high school and has all the, the necessary skills for the job um, that they didn't necessarily get from their yeah. degree. So, I mean, I, those are my personal feelings you know, flowing <laughs> Tell through. us how you feel, Mark. Look, I dropped out of college three times. We talked about this How do this you drop out beginning. of college three times? Tell me more about that. I want to hear about you that. You okay, go like, back and chase the same so girl you just several went, times I was going to say. That's, yeah. it's, so you didn't, you didn't drop out of college. You, One semester, dropped, dropped out, took dropped, a semester off, went back, took I a semester off, went back. Um, but, you know, ultimately for me, I realized that I didn't need that. And the, right. that's my qualm with secondary education. Right. I think I think it's getting better, yeah. but I think that for a long time, you know, kids were fed that you needed to go to college in order to be successful. Right. Look, I have friends that yeah. you know are multi multi millionaires, tens of millions, right. hundreds of millions, right? And these guys, in some cases, didn't graduate high school. Right. So that's not what it takes to be successful. It's not all it takes to be successful. Look, you want to be a doctor, you want to be a lawyer, you know, you want to do something that really does require that that higher higher education. Then go do that. I think the problem isn't the requirement to do it. It's the cost associated with it, right? Do you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing wrong with wanting to learn more and educate yourself on different topics and being better at something, right? I I actually like that. I think it's powerful, right? But the problem is when you're talking about, um, oh, and I just had this stat and I actually knew this one. It's, you know, when the, what's the median um, annual to to go to college right now for a four-year college was like. Annual cost? Yeah, the annual cost, it's like, it's like sixty thousand yeah, dollars minimum. Like that's the bot. Like, and you're like sixty grand to go to school a year, right. right? You know. But I don't know that making college free is necessarily the answer. E- no, I'm not. Either I'm not saying that. Then what happens is, is then you know you've got you've got to support this free college somehow, well, right. right? Which really isn't free. Somebody's got to pay for it. It's going to go on to the taxpayers' dollars, and then because it's free and it's a low bar of entry, everybody's going to go, and it's not meant for everybody, right? I honestly, I've always thought that the the right way to fix the secondary education system is forget about four-year degrees, okay. forget about liberal arts and all that kind of stuff. It should be based on certifications of things that you're interested in or things that are required of specific jobs. You should be able to walk into a place and say, look, here's my line of certifications. Right. But instead you walk in and you say, hey, I have a bachelor's degree right. in something yeah. that has nothing this to do with this job that I apply. Topics, right? I, yeah, I have a bachelor in art. You know, yeah. I majored in arts. Pretty right. cool. 
Um, I got my four-year degree, though, so, I, you know, I can go right. be an environmental specialist for Department of Natural Resources. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> but that's, that's I, like – I can draw the turtles. That's Right. <laughs> that's a horrible example, but that's what really happens. So, like, you should be able to walk into an establishment and say, hey, look, you guys require these certifications. I have these certificates. Yeah, but not, I mean, again, Mark, none of that matters really unless if it costs what it costs, right? Like, I mean, that's the problem. I just read to you that Harvard – has an endowment, one of the largest endowments in the world, right? They have a $53 billion endowment at Harvard. That's insane. $53 billion. Actually, I read down here, and you guys pointed out, was um, they actually, um, that endowment's larger than the GDP of some small countries. You know what I mean? So it, it's absurd. That's insane. Both meaning Harvard and Yale. Yale had a $42 billion endowment, by the way. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, chump change. Yeah. Right? Chump change. $42 billion, $53 billion, whatever. But both of those schools have um, higher endowments than the GDP of Bolivia, Iceland, Paraguay, and Mali. Wow. That's insane. So why does the school need so much money? Well, that's a, that's the question, right? Like why, you know, I, I, and why are you sitting on it instead of investing it into into the kids? So my thing would be, look, I mean, if you got fifty three billion dollars saved up, right, you should be in some pretty big projects right now that are having massive scale and impact. Maybe they are. Maybe, maybe they are. Maybe right? they need that $53 billion nut in the background to fund whatever they have. But I venture to say that, you know, those funds could be going to a better use that directly impacts students. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we'll go viral and we'll get caught out by, <laughs> by out Harvard. Because, but like, I'd love to, to hear what Harvard. Yes. You know, <laughs> Mark said it. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear, you know, what that money's going towards. Because at the end of the day, you know, talking about student loans we're talking about the cost of school yeah. right how many how how many people could that 53 billion dollars send to school right no how no. many student loans could it pay off well right, right. that's a good question actually that's a hot topic I, right I now i know i wonder how much what, how much was that bill or how much is that proposed i forget what that number was and federally for paying off the student I, loans I don't remember know. there was like a number yeah but 53 billion would put a hurt on it my frustration look i i don't i don't mind necessarily the idea of uh, the government giving money towards the for, towards secondary education right right so if you could say hey i want to go to college the government's like oh here, here, here's your 10 grand you take it you use it wherever you want and you, right. you pay the rest like that's not a horrible idea no. but when it, when when we get into hey we're just going to give everybody who hasn't paid their student loans off Ten thousand dollars towards their student loans. That bothers me. Well, right. I mean, there's so much. There's so much conflict around that right now, too. Well, right? you know, I mean, people are upset me. about yeah, it. Yeah, because I paid my student right. loans. You did off. what you needed to do, you know? and and the expectation was that you know you didn't have you know. It, I think we're teaching young people the wrong thing about debt. We're teaching them that, hey, you can go irresponsibly get yourself into debt, and then don't worry, somebody's going to come pay it off for you later. I saw a meme, and it was actually interesting. It was about the GI Bill, right? And somebody said, so so I didn't have to join the Army to pay for my college. Right. Right? Think about that for a second, though. Yeah, I would right? be upset. Yeah, I'd be, I, I think a, if that's what you chose to do, I'd be upset about it too. I don't, I don't know what the what the measuring stick is there, you know, between what you get on a GI Bill versus this ten thousand bucks or yeah. whatever. But you know, I would surely hope 
that the GI bills received a lot more than the ten thousand. Because if that's well, not the well, case, right. then I I would ag- I couldn't agree more. Right. That that's just disrespectful to to our veterans who put in the time right. to go serve our country, and then that was one of the benefits that they received. Yeah. And now we're just going to give it to everybody, right? Because everybody decided to go get into debt because mommy and daddy said that you had to go to college and you had to take out loans on your own yeah. so that you could go get a good job, which often was false. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it still is false to some degree, right? Like, I mean, how many, how many, how many, as you mentioned earlier, how many people get a degree in, in a specific field and then go completely in the opposite direction? All the time. And, do, and it happens and all the time. And it's also because of that age, you don't necessarily know what you're going to do yet. So if right. you had the ability to dabble down different paths, you know, dabble in this trade school, dabble in the arts a little bit. But you want to know one of the major reasons that I dropped out of college? It's because the first year of college is what? It's, what do you mean, basics? General studies. General studies, yeah. I'm not interested in learning to write a 20-page paper. Right. You know, I, I right. look, I've been in business for 13 years. I've never had to write a 20-page right. paper one time. You don't okay. use the Pythagorean theorem, Mark? No. Okay. <laughs> no. But not once. <laughs> and I'm not saying that I shouldn't have to take a business writing class, you know, that talks about writing no, no, you know, letters, it. business letters, stuff in the right. But you should be able to take – class and what you are interested in and you shouldn't be forced to go through this rigmarole so this other stuff to get to where you want to go you should be able to march down a path at a lower cost in the beginning yeah. to explore if it's right for you and and better yet i mean you should get thrown right into it i mean you should get some harsh realities of what that looks like that leads me to my other issue with secondary education is that in some cases, the people that are teaching this stuff have never done it. Well, that's, so, a, real, that's a real fact. That's actually a fact in I, many I, cases. I, I, and they're I, teaching content that maybe isn't, isn't their primary field, right. but, you know. But they're te- and, and look, look, no disrespect no, to no, no, teachers and None professionals out that, there. Right? Like, uh, that, that is not the, the, the idea here. It's just that our system is flawed. And maybe there should be tax incentives around mentorship. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe if you and I, you know, got a tax incentive to pull somebody under our wing. No, absolutely. And, and then show them how to be a successful business person, you know, right. or an artist got a tax incentive to be able to pull somebody under their wing and show them how to paint better or better yet, how to not just paint, but sell their product and make it popular right. and all those different things. So right. I just think there's other ways that need to be explored of how we encourage our young people down paths that are the right paths for them. I just think that the the cost has been so prohibitive to someone to you know. Let's be real. I didn't. I didn't finish. I didn't. Fi- I don't have a degree. Right, just to put it out there, I don't have one. Right. I don't judge you for that. By no, I would. I'm, you know, I'm 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 good. Right. Like I'm, I'm good. I'm I'm fine. Doing right? all right. Yeah. You know, I went to um, actually as a side note. I I attended Calvert Community College. Okay. Uh, prior to their annexing in with. Charles County Community College to create College of Southern Maryland. College of Southern Maryland, right? Hey, maybe I'm disconnected. Maybe maybe a lot of well, what I know I'm you're talking dis- about. I know you're disconnected, Mark. But well, I mean, like, no, <laughs> I, it's true. I mean, you're right. I am. I definitely am because I, I mean, I haven't. I'm really disconnected. I haven't applied but you're to a school. Too. Like, I haven't done any of that stuff recently. So maybe some of what I'm talking about already exists. 
I mean, I haven't seen it show up in the real world. I haven't heard mm-hmm. it from the young people that I've that I've spoke with, but maybe some of it already exists. I just think that there are better ways in our current secondary education system. I think that a lot of it's about money. I think that a lot of it's about raising money. I mean, with a $53 billion endowment, that That's gives ridiculous. you a heck of a lot of power. That much money gives you a lot of power. Right. And I don't know that that power is necessarily used to benefit the student. I think you're absolutely right. So I was looking to see, I wanted to see what it costs to go to, to Harvard for a year. That'd be very interesting to see. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Let's, you know, well, let's see. Sign me up. I know. <laughs> Especially with a, with a $53 billion endowment. Right. It should be free. They, can't, <laughs> right. Right? Like, they should be paying the students to attend. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> right? Um, nah, but it's funny because that's just the nature of, you know, creating that elitist mentality right like this is this is the elite place to be you know by the way great business example you know i'm gonna shift gears and and stop you know throwing shade for a second but great business example right way to be elite and let have somebody essentially come pay you 10 times the amount right for essentially the same the same thing you know what i mean when i started in the home building business one of the incentives that the builder that i worked for they were actually a british company when and and they were here and one of the things that they did which i thought back then was really good for me was they were empowered they 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 had me work with the carpenter for 30 days so i was a carpenter for 30 days let me tell you i humped lumber back then you know moving it up throwing it up in the you know whatever and we worked for the brick mason for 30 days nice. and i worked for the electrician for 30 days and the plumber for 30 days so the education that you get now that's, in the field that's field education that was so powerful let me tell you that was that was knowledge that you could use and and practical applications i don't know if i can talk about this on the air but my my dad works for a federal agency. Okay. Okay. And um, this just it, it got it reminded me of this. So Shh, we won't tell anybody, yeah. Mark. But somebody came in, you know, that has all the degrees and yeah. all the, and now they're the new director of okay. said federal agency, and um, you know now they're changing it where they they know overtime. So they're coming off of they were working overtime right. like crazy to meet quotas that they needed to meet, and now this person comes in and says no more overtime. Okay. So even if you know, two people are required to do one task and one doesn't show up. The one will have to sit there until and do nothing for their entire shift. And nobody else is allowed to come in and work overtime in that spot. So it speaks to like, if you don't have the, the real idea, you can have all the degrees in the world, but if you don't have a real idea right. of what's happening inside of the machine, right. you can never be the one to fix it or run it. And no, again, right. I think that circles back to the secondary education system, right? Our job world and the secondary education system says that this person, because they have all of these degrees, is is capable of doing this task, and they're totally not capable. Right. I mean, they are, in this case, it's perfectly okay, because it's government dollars, and <laughs> who cares how much tax right. money is wasted. Private industry and, wouldn't have yeah. that, though, right? No, That's the not thing. at all. You know? No private industry would ever have somebody working a hundred, making a $100 an hour, sitting in a chair, right. literally staring at their phone for eight hours. Well, that's Dude. definitely another podcast, yeah. right? Like, when we talk about some of that stuff that Sorry. goes on. because no, 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 I, I, I'm sure that's another podcast, because yeah. we can actually talk about Abuse. that. It, yeah, and that's... Yeah. It, you know, abuse and we waste both come from private industry a little bit, so yeah. I think I get it. So back to Harvard. Harvard, after aid, which means aid includes grants, scholarships, which probably is from those um, endowments, right? Maybe. Uh, from the institution, from also from state and federal government aid, right? 
So it's only $13,872 a year. Average cost is $75,000 a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't think I, – I was expecting – worse than that. Well, I was expecting it to be more. Yeah, yeah. I was too. Um, well, I got, they got a $53 billion endowment they can pay. So maybe they are subsidizing Maybe they it. are, and I don't know it. Right? Can we get a breakdown? Harvard, can you send I, us the breakdown? Send, can you send us? I just looked at the microphone as if like, I was like talking Harvard. to Harvard. Yeah. Hey, Harvard, can <laughs> hey, you send us that breakdown? billion, dollars, they're, they're going to send you a breakdown, all right, with a, with a legal notice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. A cease and desist. Cease and desist. Here's your breakdown now. Shut up. Shut up. up. <laughs> That's funny. No. There's one more thing I wanted to touch on on this subject, and that is the fact that going back to everybody, you know, being fed that you got to get a four-year degree to get into a job and all that kind of stuff. And I, I think that what's happened to a lot of folks is that they went and got the four-year degree. They came out um, maybe when they were getting the degree, they still didn't figure out who they were. And then it was like, I really just need to get a job. And then they land into a job, and the job may not be something that they're passionate about. And – Essentially, I think that, again, lowering the, the barrier of entry and allowing people to dabble or students, young folks, to dabble in certain things that they do have interest in to find one that they are passionate about that they can truly pursue. Right. I think ultimately we end up with a population and, and a country of happier people. Because no, I, I, you, I, of course you. I, so many people, in my opinion, are just doing mundane jobs that they do not necessarily like and they're not passionate about because of the path that they took to get there. And I think that we need to encourage a, a path of people's passions. I really can't agree with you more. I think that's that's a topic that, you know, and that's why we wanted to talk about it. We brought it up in the like the yep. first week. This was something we wanted to to bring up is, to, you know, this isn't necessarily college isn't for everyone. Yeah, It's not. And I, I will say before we close out again, like I will say that I've seen a trend towards um, more trade oriented education. Right. I've seen that in a lot, especially in the last few years, a little bit more of that, I think. Yeah. I think it's coming. The, the trade so schools too. are coming up. And, and so speaking to that, you know, some of the wealthiest people that I know, you know, own trade companies. You know what I mean? Like, right. I know guys that make a lot of money, you know, d- doing just that. So, um, and, and especially in order to make the same kind of money going the college, the collegiate route to make the same kind of money as people that get their hands dirty every day running their own businesses, right. you would have to climb the ladder almost to the top. So you and I probably make more money than some CEOs. Oh, I, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. And we don't have a four-year degree. No, that's right. So that's you know. So look, if you're young and you're discouraged and you don't know what to do, or you feel like you can't get through college or any of that stuff, you can do whatever you want, and you can make money. You can find a way to make money at it. You can find something that you're passionate about. Um, but it does take a lot of energy and effort. It does take a lot of energy no, and it effort. Does. It's not going to be easy. Nobody's going to give you a pat on the back and a rubber stamp and hand you a check that's that's uh, seven figures. Right. You know, if you want that, you got to go get it and put right. it to work. All right. So close out. I I we always want to close out with a fascinating real estate fact. I was looking for a college fact. I didn't find one, but real do, estate's good. We yeah, do that have, from time. to time. I have a good one, and I think it's something that maybe will lead into another topic later that we can talk about. Cool. In the United States, there are five times as many vacant houses as there are homeless people what in the united states there are five i don't know where the stats from uh truth dig 
That's that. In the United States, there are five times as many vacant houses as there are homeless people. I think I just found a new passion. That's pretty good, right? How do we go get all those houses and put the homeless people into them? I like it. Let's do it. All right. So, Mark, how do you uh, you find us, Mark? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So, you can find us at thebaynet.com slash podcast. You can find us on the Baynet's Facebook page. You can find us on YouTube, on Spotify. And Chris told me last week that you can find us on... Amazon Music. I, I swear it was, we were there. <laughs> yes, so. that's awesome. Anyway. Good stuff. Well, look, hopefully you guys enjoy this. And uh, you know what? I think on our next episode, yeah. we need to get an email address. So we need to talk to these Baynet folks and see if we can get an email address where we can receive all of our love hate mail. Yeah, and I think that's fine. That'll give us some topics. No, too. I mean, I, I think it's important. And, and to close out that, we want, you know, if you have information or have topics that you want to talk about, yeah. please just just. Tell us about it. Email We're not that it. hard to find. No, contact the Baynet. Put, put it on one of our posts. You can find us for sure. Yeah. And we'd be happy to um, to share a topic that you, you're passionate about, and let's talk about yeah. it. And Oh, 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 oh. And if you've listened this far, share this podcast. Yes. And we will have a contest between the people that share this podcast. We will draw a name, and that person will get a $100 Amazon gift card. So th- thanks, Mark. I, you said you would surprise us, so that's yeah. a good surprise. Yeah. That's it. We'll see if anybody listens to the end. Yeah, that's got to listen to the very end, so <laughs> let's right. see who does. Um, All right. So. All right. Easy. See you next week.